top, top, top of the morning, the afternoon, and the evening to you, whoever you may be, wherever you may be watching, looking, or listening. It's your boy, Aunt Mo Trapping out of Bando. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me with your big baby. Welcome to Wayne's World. It's my middle name. Somebody. Welcome back, all the Wayneyacks, all the faithful listeners, all the people who've been tuning in week after week after week. You are loved and appreciated. That goes without saying. But for the people who may be here for the first time, welcome. Stick around. You come on back around now, you hear? Somebody, you might hear something that you wanna 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 get some feedback on. And so for those of you who do not know what the Wayne's World Podcast is about, it's a real life podcast for real life people. Simply put. Life is complex. This is the way that I think about it. Life is complex. We, most of us, are not made up of just one thing. The human body itself and the mind are very diverse. And so oftentimes what happens in life is people tell us that we are made up of just one thing. I work here. I am the parent to this kid. I do this on the weekend, so therefore I am this. And that's not true. So I decided to make a podcast that is about life and the complexity of life. So whether that be race, religion, sports, music, all of those things in one podcast, I think it's a way to keep listeners engaged on what they don't get every day. And so uh, I hope that you guys enjoy that and that you stick around and that you share. And so some small housekeeping before we get into the, the other detail of what the show will be about today. But um as always all the links will be below the patreon uh the youtube because this will be uploaded to youtube and uh what the email for you guys to be able to contact me as far as to get feedback encouragement future show topics things of that nature uh as far as in the anchor app you'll also leave me the voice memo and you can also donate in there if you want to help towards getting better mics better lighting all of those things it will be greatly appreciated but without further ado, let's get into what today's topic will be about. So, uh, that will be the meat of this thing, which is generational curses. Shout out to TJ, shout out to Culberson, to Myra, uh, for, for always listening, for being very interactive. They are the, the start of a dope community for me. So I thank you guys because I know without fail that you guys will be listening, that you'll be looking for new episodes. You guys are much appreciated. I love you guys for that. So it will be generational curses. So just to give you a small breakdown of how the format goes, we're doing the intro right now. You going to get the sports bruh is next. Now that is simply for the person who may not know a lot about sports or may only know about one in particular. I try to touch on everything. And so... As much as I know, I growing up as a kid, I loved all types of sports. I didn't get to go outside and play till I was 14. So me and my brother were pretty much bound to the house, and so we learned about a plethora of different sports. And so you're going to get these sports, bruh. And so I spent a little bit of time talking about whatever sport topic, and it, it's good for the entry level because I break down different things. And if you're the advanced guy, you can just give me feedback and you know tell me what you think about the topics. Next is the meat. It's the heart of whatever the podcast topic is about today. And so, like I said, there will be generational curses for today. And then moving forward, we have the momentous moment. That's where we recap. We bring everything to a close. We tell you about what the next podcast will be about. 
and do some more housekeeping uh, if we need to. So with that being said, we're going to take a small break. And when we come back, you're going to get these sports, bruh. You know what I'm Yeet! Did that intro with Kanye and sound like Andre trying to turn my baby mama to my fiance? Yo, you know what I'm talking about? Shout out to that boy Chance, you know what I'm talking about? So listen, we back, we back, we back in here, you know what I'm talking about? We're gonna get these sports, bro. I'm bro, you know what I'm talking about? And for today, we're talking about MMA, you know what I'm talking about? That's that mixed martial arts, for those who may not know. That could be uh, judo, that could be jeet kune do, that could be. Uh, Muay Thai, you know what I'm talking about? Like any sport where you can use your hand. And you can use your elbows, you can use your shoulders. You know what I'm talking about? The mixed martial arts is multiple ways of defending yourself in, 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 one, in any given fight or scenario that you can put yourself in. And mixed martial arts is cool. I mean, it's no boxing for me, but it's it's a good sport. And I tell you what, John Bones Jones, who has been the champion for over 10 years, only disqualified in one fight because he needed a guy, I believe, while he was down on his knees. That is very much frowned upon. Is the greatest MMA fighter of all time. He has held down the sport beyond a shadow of a doubt. But, 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 hey, big old butt. Hey, big old, big old, big old butt. Hey, on to my big old butt. He has lost two fights, in my opinion, in his career. The first one was to Alexander Gustafsson. Gustafsson. If I'm mispronouncing that, I think he's Swedish. Get off my back about it. But I think he lost that fight. For the same reasons that I felt like he lost to Dominique Reyes most recently, I think it was like two weeks ago. He got outpunched, he got outkicked, he got outworked for the majority of the rounds. For those of you who may not know, in MMA, mixed martial arts, typically a fight goes three rounds. If it's a championship fight, it'll go five rounds, right? That's not the argument here. The problem is, when you lose handily, I'm talking about, I thought he was about to get knocked out or something at one point. In three of the first five rounds, how did you win as the champion? You know, the saying you gotta beat, to be the champ, you gotta beat the champ, sounds good until you beat the champ and you still lose. I legitimately looked at this fight with my own two eyes and said, John, you lost this fight, my guy. I knew it, I was like, bro, you did not do enough. And I was nervous the entire fight. I wanted him to win, but you didn't win. When guys are punching you and kicking you, you have so much more damage done to you. The couple of takedowns that he did, he feels put him over the edge. But how, Sway, when you didn't win the first three rounds? Somebody tell me this. If you're an MMA enthusiast, please let me know. Do the fourth and fifth rounds, which are considered the championship rounds in air quotes, do they count for more points? Because if they don't, 
I have no earthly idea how you could say that John Bones won this fight. It doesn't matter that he's a champion. I beat you. If I beat you up in three or five rounds based off of some tangible system that you give me, how can you tell me that I didn't win because this guy's the champion, he's been the champion, he won the championship rounds? It just doesn't make sense. Even the most layman, lamest person that doesn't know anything about a sport can say that they understand that. For instance, you got basketball, you have football. It's based off of point systems that say, in certain situations we can tie, but we, we can't end on that tie. So there has to be a way that I win this fight or I win this, this game. The problem is that the system that they have is not adequate to determine who's really the winner. Cause somebody can say, well, this guy displayed more effort. This guy landed more punches. We don't know how to really judge this system that you guys are doing. Or you can make it an open scoring system, meaning that we can see who's winning the fight as we're going. At the end of each round, they'll say, this guy is winning this fight. This guy's winning this fight. But you have to do something because John Bones is a great guy, great ambassador for the sport, little book of sugar issues, but he lost. And we have to do better if we want people to stay. And I'll tell you another thing. MMA is weird, right? It, 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 it is my fate. Because as much as John Jones is great, you never know what could happen in the MMA fight. It's too many. Listen, when you can use your toes, your elbows, your shoulders, your knees, your shins, your forearms, your feet, and your hands, the only thing I don't think you can do is headbutt somebody, to my, to my knowledge. It leaves you open to the most random of things. You could go from being the best guy in this fight to being stiff as a freaking surfboard. You could go from being the best guy in this fight to doing the mannequin challenge that fast. Because a random punch, and listen, I understand some people say boxing is on the same level as that, but I mean, come on fam, like, it's just too much element of surprise for me in the, the sport itself. I didn't seen a guy do the full-blown stanky leg. Boy, was sleep before he hit the ground, Ken Folk. I'm like, he was winning this fight. And, it's, and sometimes it's not based off of skill. It's like based off of, can I land this punch at this time? I don't know. The bottom line is, I believe MMA has to do a better job of a scoring system to help the person who may not understand the sport, who may watch it and say, ooh, that dude keep getting punched in the face. But then in the in the instance of the John Jones fight, he takes him down a couple times. He lands more punches in the last two rounds. That's not enough for me to say, you know what? I forgot that he dogged you out in the first three rounds, Kimfolk. It doesn't even make sense, guys. So they gotta do better. We over it. We moving on to the next thing. When we come back from this break, we getting into the meat of that thing, y'all. Somebody, yee. Yeah, y'all. You know what I'm talking about? So listen, we back, and we get into the meat of that thing. Um, I went to Sprouts before I stopped by the house. If you have not done it. Go pick up them chocolate-covered cherries because them things is fireballs. You understand what I'm talking about? 
But anyway, I digress to the meat of this thing. Generational curses. Now, I was able to talk to Coberson and TJ and get some background on this to see why it was so important that this was talked about and what you know just what were some of the some of the reasons why this was such a a touchy subject and I I gained a whole bunch of perspective. And so if you would lend your ear to me, we will get into this. Now, my first question, do you believe in generational curses? You, the listener, you yourself, do you believe in generational curses? Is it a thing for you? Can, if you're the believer, the person who believes in Jesus Christ, can you be cursed? Or is it a generational habit? That's the question that you have to ask yourself. See, because it says curse is the one that was hung on a tree. That's Bible. Christ was cursed so that we may be blessed. So if he was cursed and, and, and for hanging on the tree, he died. He conquered death in the grave. He rose again. That means he conquered being cursed for us. Because his blood covered us so that we may be present before the Father. So that the Father would see us and he wouldn't see our sin, but he would see the holy and perfect blood of the Lamb that was slain and covered to protect us. That's my tidbit for the believer. So for those who would like to believe that we can be cursed, I don't believe it. It's just like people who believe that we could be possessed. I don't believe it. I just don't believe it. That would mean that the spirit that is possessing you is stronger than the Holy Spirit. And there is no spirit stronger than the Holy Spirit. That was free. So back to the curse thing. People often mistake poor habits and life choices for curses. Um, what you continually see, you habitually perpetuate. So it's that piece where Paul says, what I want to do, I don't do. What I don't want to do, I do all the more. It's the struggle of these things that I've been constantly participating in have become a part of what I do on a regular basis. It's been the life that I live. It's been the thing that I know. And if I never choose to do anything different than what I've always seen, unless it was pop proper habits that have been put in front of me, good tools that are used to uplift me as a person and a father and a husband and a man or woman or wife or daughter, whatever, then you're going to continue to perpetuate bad cycles. Let me repeat that one more time. What you continually see, you habitually perpetuate. What goes in, as long as you keep learning it, as long as you keep seeing it, you're going to keep on doing it. I don't believe that a generational curse can exist in your life. But I think if your big mama ate chicken, fried chicken, and, and collard greens, and, and, and corn cob with a whole bunch of butter and pelucas on it, and then your mama did it, and then your auntie did it, you going to do it. Why wouldn't you? Unless it was something that made you sick, allergic, or, or you looked and said, I see the habits that they are doing. I see that they have to go to the doctor all the time. I see that. You know, they feel bad that they have trouble sleeping or that they got sleep apnea or whatever the case may be. 
then I believe you're going to perpetuate those things. It's, it's, to me, it's, it's simple, but it's not so simple. Because we are creatures of habit. And those things, like for a prime example, I say I want to save money. I don't want to spend as much money, so I'm going to pack a lunch. I'm not going to buy candy. I want to have better oral hygiene, whatever it may be. Kenfolk, I done walked in the store, picked up the gummy worms, picked up the snicker, put it in my bag, went to the car store, eating it before I realized that I even did it. Some habits are hard to break. That's the first thing. So, yeah, man, like I said, the Bible, the good book, what Paul said, the things I don't want to do, I do all the more. The things that we did before that, the things I want to do, I don't do. It's just a constant battle that we deal with in life where we want to do the right things. But the opposition is so great because the opposition is our own self. It's our own habits. We can blame the devil for a lot of things, but the only thing he can really do is present these things to us. He can't put a gun to your head, a spiritual gun to your head and say, eat this, drink this, smoke that, screw that. It's not real in that regard. Now, it's a real problem because we're so weak in our flesh. And so when we're presented with things, it's unless we have been fighting this thing, we've been fasting, we've been praying. Because remember, Jesus said some things only come out by fasting and prayer. So some of those things have been beaten to your head so many times that it's just second nature for you. It's like tying your shoes. It's like brushing your teeth. It's like putting your clothes on. It's like brushing your hair. It's like washing your face. You've done it so many times, you could do it in your sleep almost. And so we have to keep that in mind when we think about the battles that we fight, the dualities that we experience in life, period. And that's whether you believe or you don't believe. It's, I'm just telling you, it's a battle that we're fighting against ourselves more so than a curse that has been placed on us that we can't get rid of. The thing about it is, we have a lot of parents who say, do as I say, not as I do. And as long as we have people who aren't willing to model the life that their kids should have, as long as we have believers who aren't willing to make a stand and do the right thing, we're constantly going to be faced with the reality that people are going to always see what we do and act upon that more than the words that we say. Now, this is the battle that we deal with as well because faith comes by hearing. Not faith comes by doing, but faith comes by hearing. And so it's also that piece where it's the same as music being played over and over and over again. You keep hearing you're not good enough, you're not good enough, you're not good enough, you're not smart enough, you're not smart enough, you're ugly, you're ugly, you're ugly, your hair. You keep hearing it, now you believe it. You've heard it so much. And for some of y'all, I may just be like, oh, ain't nothing wrong with it. You can take a little drink. Let her take a little drink. Ain't nothing wrong with it. So in your mind, now you're 39 years old, but you still remember your mama say, ain't nothing wrong with it. She can have a little puff. We're dealing with things that we are just, we've, we've been programmed, whether that was intentionally or unintentionally. I'm not big of much. I'm not big on conspiracy theories, but I'm just saying, your mom was just a bad, your mom just had bad habits. Your daddy had bad habits. Your uncle had bad habits. Your cousin, whoever it was that you grew up around, your friends at school was watching porn all the time. So now you can't stop watching. Now you're wondering why you can't even go in there and make love to your wife because you always got these thoughts in your head. It's a big battle that we're facing. We have to realize that it's not a curse. 
It's the habits that we formed over and over and over again. And we have to learn and do better because when we know better, we do better. That's what I believe. And if you don't think that or you don't believe that, I, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Maybe it's not. But things get passed down like family heirlooms. And it's up to us to change that narrative. Things get passed down like family heirlooms. You, Your mama was a liar. Your granny was a liar. You probably going to be a liar. Not because you curse, but because that's all you know. You can't change the things that you don't know. We have to take responsibility for our bad habits and be the change. Gandhi said, be the change you want to see. I'm not saying I'm a big proponent of Gandhi, because I'm pretty sure Jesus said it too. Why? Because I'm a Christian. I believe Jesus said it. <laughs> you deal with it if you want to. You don't got to listen to me. But I do believe that, though. You want to do different. You want to break those generational curses, quote unquote, those bad habits and cycles are actually what I mean. You have to make a conscious decision in yourself that you're going to get up on your own two feet and make that decision. It's not motivational because motivation can wane from day to night, from good day to bad day. Your boyfriend talks to you today. He ain't, ain't going to talk to you tomorrow. Now you don't want to make good decisions. You have to make that decision within yourself as your own man or your own woman to say, I don't want to do this, man. I don't want to do this no more. It's, it's destructive. It is bringing down what is the potential of who I could be. So to wrap that up, just do better. Don't blame grandma on them or grandpa on them because it ain't their fault. It's on you. Yeah, man, and we back with the momentous moment, man. This is where we take everything, we culminate it together, we bring it to a close, we recap, we let you know things to look forward to, get all of the housekeeping out of the way, and we end this thing on tonight. So listen, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening this week. Appreciate you. If you made it this far, you are truly valuable. I'm sorry. I ain't saying nobody who ain't making it this far ain't valuable, but they ain't you. You know what I'm talking about? You special. You special. You know what I'm talking about? Look at you looking like yourself. You know what I'm talking about? Listen, um, I can be reached at elevatedsense87 at gmail.com. Elevatedsense87 at gmail.com. E-L-E-V-A-T-E-D-S-E-N-S-E-87 at gmail.com. If you want to give me feedback, if you want to suggest uh, topics, whatever it is, uh, I am here for it. You know what I'm talking about? So email me. In the Anchor app, you can leave me a voice memo. I would love to play it on the show. I would love to listen to it. If not, play it on the show and be able to share your thoughts, not by your words, but by what I talk about on there. I don't know why this is covered so hard on this part, but voice memo in the Anchor app. I would love to share your feedback or what your thoughts were on certain parts of the episode that would be great to do also within the anchor app um, you can donate listen i need a mic i need a roadcaster pro in my life bad mic costs 400 dollars. roadcaster pro costs six five hundred in different areas i just need to upgrade what what i'm doing or where i'm doing it at the, the stuff that I'm using to, to do it. Because this computer is great, but it ain't cutting the mustard. This phone is cool as well, but it ain't cutting the mustard. So I would really love to upgrade it with you guys' help. I'm not telling you. I'm asking that you would go in and donate. 
Yeah. Also, the Patreon is live, guys. If anybody wants to become a part of that community for only five bucks a month, you will be able to get access to these uh, episodes as I shoot them live. That's an upgrade. You will also be able to be, you know, you have access to different polls and voting on different topics. There are blogs that I will have there. I'm trying to get a, a short film done this year, uh, a play done this year. So I'm trying to upload skits weekly, and I want them to be of dope quality. So, you know, you guys just consider joining the Patreon. All the links will be below. And as you guys uh, hop on and join this community and this family, and you display that you truly believe by putting that money where that mouth is, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, we will get where we're trying to go. I thank you guys. Um, I don't have nothing else for you. But I will say this. The next episode, My Father Failures, I will be tapping in a little bit into the, the, the Gabrielle Union, Dwayne Wade situation with their son, daughter, whatever you want to call them. Uh, and I'm actually going to be recording this next. So as soon as I get done with this, I'm going to be recording the next episode. If I can get to 50 listens before Thursday, I will release it on either Sunday or Tuesday. But if I can't get to 50 listens, at least 50 listens before next Thursday, then I'm just going to drop it on Thursday. But for those of you who love the content, y'all want me to keep it coming, share it. Please get some people to check it out it's on your social media, on my social media, and tag me, whatever you need to do. But I would love to uh, drop it early, as early as Saturday or Sunday. But I need you guys' help to do it. I love you guys. As I always say, life is hard enough, so don't just live. Live elevated. Until next time, y'all be easy. You know what I'm talking about? Peace.